Hey guys, and welcome to Hunting Land, presented by Great Days Outdoors Magazine. If you'd like to stay up to date on hunting tactics, land management, land values, and land market dynamics, this is the podcast for you. This week's show is brought to you by Dixie Supply and Baker Metalworks. Dixie Supply and Baker Metalworks are proud to be your metal roofing headquarters for over 40 years. Save time and money by buying from the most reliable manufacturer on the Gulf Coast. If you buy it today, you pick it up today. They offer 20 Sherwin-Williams colors to choose from, and a 40-year warranty. Baker Metal and Dixie Supply, two names, same great service. With the addition of their new store in Cantonment, Florida, they now have eight locations to serve you. Dixie Supply and Baker Metal Works, your metal roofing headquarters, and also brought to you by Alabama Farmers Co-op. From backyard gardening to large-scale farming and everything in between, your local co-op has what you need to be successful. Since 1936, Alabama Farmers Cooperative has provided high-quality products and friendly service to community members and local farmers. With over 60 locations to serve you and 85 years of experience, you can count on the co-op. For more information and to find a location near you, visit www.alafarm.com. I'm your host, Joe Byer, here today with my co-host, Butch Theory. And today we are talking about another way that you can make money with your land, through your land, however you want to look at it. Land's a versatile asset. Butch, personally, I want to make mine pay for itself if I can. Everybody's got a different situation. Some people don't need their land to make money, but it's good to at least know what options are out there for you and how you can take better care of it too. You know, not everything has to be, if not everything has to be taken away the resources that are on the land, that kind of, that's, those kind of things get me excited to think that I can pay for my property, help pay for my property without having to make it worse. You know, how can I make this right, place without better? having to cut down trees and or harvest more stuff? When if you, if you could have something on your land that adds to the property and adds sure. to the experience and it's a win, win, win. Yeah, absolutely. This week we're talking about glamping. For those of you who don't know what that is, you're going to find out and you're going to find how it can make you tens of thousands of dollars each year, really fairly hands off. All right. And to do that, this week, we're talking with Jay Sears of Tenor. Jay, before we get into the show, man, tell us a little about yourself and a little bit about Tenor and spell it for everybody. Great. All right. Thanks, Joe. Thanks, Butch. Thanks for uh, having Tenter on your show. Tenter, you could think of us as uh, Airbnb, but for camping or glamping. So it's a marketplace business. So on one side, we work with landowners to create unique uh, camping and glamping experiences so people can get outdoors. And on the other side, we find the campers uh, that want to be outdoors. And we do that through our Tenter website. So it's T-E-N-T, like tent with two R's on the end, T-E-N-T-R-R.com. And we have a mobile website as well. And that's how people find us and we can get them out in the great outdoors. Very cool, man. Well, you said the word, so I, I, I got to ask you right out of the gate. What the heck is glamping? Yeah, what is glamping? I think uh, we could spend a whole hour debating that. But at Tenter, we say it's camping that's easy and hassle-free. And I know we're going to get into it, and we're going to talk a lot about why is this happening now and what are some of the trends. But when we get into it, what we're going to find is there are a lot of people that are new to the outdoors. And the three of us and everybody else listening has to really help those folks 
get out and have a comfortable and easy and positive experience so they can find out what they're missing. That's great that you bring that up because that is the way you introduce somebody to something that... Yeah, you got to ease into it a little bit. You can't just put them in the middle of nowhere with a tent and a you know, fire and say, good luck. You know? Right, yeah. We talk about this in a lot of other aspects of being in the outdoors, but if somebody wants to run the rabbit hole of going ultra minimalistic and, you know, super deep in the back country and carry everything on their back, they're going to go. I mean, that's fine. They'll right. go and they'll run, but that's not the way you really, I want to introduce somebody to something. For example, you know, like with my kids and with hunting or fishing or those types of activities, I really want to give them that first experience of just getting to go, getting to be comfortable, lots of snacks. We stay warm. We don't get cold, you know, all those things. And then they get to see and be a part of it. And then that will make them desire to maybe go a little, a little deeper. deeper. Yep. So glamping is really, like you said, just, just trying to keep it comfortable for folks that are wanting to get outdoors and quote unquote camp. Um, that makes sense to me. Um, make it easy. I, I do some camping on my land and uh, I would say it is not easy. I am constantly setting up my utilities. You know, I'm running off generator power. I'm hauling in water. I'm hauling out waste. I mean, there's a lot to do when it comes to camping that is not related back to looking up at the stars at night right. and Direct sitting around enjoyment. a campfire, right? Yeah. And and that's okay. Cause I know I do all those things to get me to that one moment, you know, where I'm like, man, this is why I did it all. But why is glamping so popular? Well, so here's the context everybody needs to understand is um, the camping market is pretty big, but what you need to know is 36% of campers went on a glamping trip, like an upscale camping trip for the first time in 2021. And about half of the new campers coming into the market went on a glamping trip. Now, the other interesting context here is camping is diversifying too. So over half of new campers are BIPOC, so people of color. You have a lot of people coming from urban and suburban settings to go camping. Millennials is a big growing group, right? So that could be individuals, friend groups, couples, and also young families, all right? So you have to start to think, how do we accommodate these types of folks? Some people actually, this sounds crazy to me, but some people actually work while camping. So we all talk about remote work and we can all work from anywhere. Well, some people actually do work while they're out in the woods. And then you also have higher income campers too. So you're seeing a, a more of a mix of higher income individuals going camping too. So if you put all that together, you can look at kind of upscale camping or glamping. Certainly how we think of it as tenter is how can we be a gateway to the outdoors for people? And we talk a lot about making camping and the outdoors easy and hassle-free. So how's everything set up? Everything's ready to go. So when the camper gets there, they're super comfortable. Okay. And my guess is you guys are like me, you got stuff up in the attic, outdoor stuff, gear, you've had that up there for 30 years and you can kind of route through, find everything you need. If you're new, you don't know what to buy. You don't know how to do it. And you really need to work on, Hey, let's make this, you know, it's like the easy button. Uh, you really got to work on that and bring that to people. And then you create a product that, that, um, that people want to, to, to get outside. Yeah. You hit the nail on the head there. You know, that 
saying why is it so popular? And one thing I was running through my head whenever Joe was asking that question was, uh, you mentioned last year, you know, it spiked big time. I would have to think that a lot of it was due to COVID. And like you're talking about people working out there, um, you know, people in big cities kind of there where, where you guys are and some of the higher, higher populated areas are like, you know, we lost our restaurants. We lost all the things that really kept us here. Let's, yeah. what are we doing here? Let's go. We need to go explore some places and yeah, let's bring our laptops. It's not the end of the world. We could work from anywhere now. That's right. I think, you know, the whole outdoor industry saw a, what it calls a COVID bump. Uh, but, you know, we think it's even deeper than that because of these larger kind of dem- demographic shifts that we're talking about that are causing people to want to be um, outdoors. And, you know, there's some research out there that says the, the, the glamping sector, so this kind of step up, this more comfortable camping is expected to grow year over year about 10%. So there's some forecasts that have it close to a $6 billion industry by 2030. And so, you know, that's still a small part of the overall outdoor recreation industry. But who even heard of glamping uh, a number of years ago, too? And, you know, I think this bodes really well for anybody that cares about the land and cares about the outdoors and knows the type of things that just, you know, uh, good things it does for your soul. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm listening to you talk and I'm thinking, you know, man, a lot of times we go places, maybe we just stay in for a weekend or, you know, thing like that. And our first kind of default is, all right, let's get a hotel. Now I'm thinking, you know, like if, if we've got good weather and I'd much rather go camping, even if I'm doing, you know, on a work trip or, or if I'm there with my family just for a weekend or something like that, you know, go to a football game or whatever, I'd much rather be camping than I would be staying in a hotel. Absolutely. If somebody can take all the logistical challenges out of doing that and then allow me to go camp and then go focus on whatever it else is that I've got to go do. That's a really cool opportunity for the camper, but it's also a great opportunity for the landowner to utilize his piece of property to generate some new income. You know, like we, we just did a show not too long ago on carbon credits and that emerging market for landowners. And, you know, as, as a landowner, I want to do as many things on my property to generate income as I can that don't degrade the property because that means I can put more energy into that property and improve it and make it better for wildlife, for the overall ecosystem. You know, I mean, that's really what I want as a landowner. So how much money could a landowner potentially generate uh, from offering up like glamping locations or or tent camping locations? Yep. So, So that's a great thing to talk about. And generally, the guidance uh, that Tenter provides landowners is for uh, a single, what we call Tenter signature site. And we could talk about what that is and what, what that all means in plain English. But if you install one of these camping glamping sites on your piece of property, you can make up to $20,000 a year from a single site. Wow. Now, let's give you an idea of what some of the variables are there too, because this is not like that uh, famous infomercial, you know, set it and forget it. You got to, you got to really take care of what we're doing, what we're bringing to the customer here. But some of the things that influence how much income you can generate in a year is distance or proximity to your campers, right? 
So we see most landowners have success when they're one to two, you can get away with three hours from an urban or suburban setting, right? So you know where your property is. Think about where are the campers, right? And is that in whatever area you're in a reasonable drive to think about a, a weekend getaway? So what is that? What features does your land have, right? Is it woodland? Are you on a lake, stream? Is there some water feature? People want to be by the water. Do you have fantastic sunsets? What else is unique? So we have people put these on woodlands, in fields, on wineries, on farms. Um, and people are attracted to all these different types of things. What's the story of the land? Uh, you know, uh, we can get in a minute to talk about how we market these things, but that's part of your responsibility as a landowner. So is there a story that it's been in your family for a long time? Is there a story that you've refreshed the land? You know, maybe you've, you've battled invasives and you've, and you've been really successful turning things around with native trees and plants. People want to hear those types of stories and it will make what you're offering more attractive, right? We all like when we come back from the weekend or vacation and I say, hey, Joe, hey, Butch, you wouldn't believe what I got to do last weekend. And it's not just camping, but it's, oh, and I, and I, we met the landowner and he told us this amazing story about what? Right. What is that story? What are the experiences nearby your property? So are there great hikes? Is there great fishing? Is there a local brewery or restaurant that's just local and legendary? But if I'm not from the area, I wouldn't know about it, right? And then one of the other ways our landowners make money, they make money off the core reservation, right? Cost money to stay overnight, but the landowner could also make money from extras. So think about the, the mini bar in your hotel room, right? So what's that equivalent uh, in camping or glamping? So at its most basic level, it's, hey, a few dollars more, I'm going to put out all the firewood you need for the weekend and a couple uh, kits to make s'mores, okay? And then you can kind of go on from there. So maybe you did a great program with carbon capture, right? Everybody wants to talk about climate issues. Say, oh, you could say uh, for a little bit of money, you'll sit with the campers and tell them the program you put down and how much carbon your land is capturing. How else could you get a story like that? That's right. completely, completely unique. And you can make another, whatever, 10, 20, $30, because, you know, that camper that might be working in, a, in an office every single day and is getting away for the weekend, they want these things that are kind of unique and different. So also just really think about what's your expertise and I think a lot of landowners wouldn't even necessarily think, well, hey, that might be something that, you know, one of my guests would, would really want to hear about. All right, guys, let's take a quick break. Don't forget about our sponsors and make sure you support them when you're out in the marketplace. Fatana's Defense, Masters of Darkness. Fatana's Defense is proud to offer the PD Pro line of night vision systems. PD Pro series is the world's smallest and lightest night vision goggles built around the Fatana 16 millimeter filmless 4G image intensifier tubes and their hybrid filmless 18 millimeter image intensifier tubes. 
These ultralight, ultra-compact night vision systems deliver the cleanest image, best resolution, smallest, most transparent halo, and best overall performance and function of any night vision system available. The PD Pro line consists of the PD Pro M 16 millimeter monocular, the PD Pro B 16 millimeter binocular, and the PD Pro Q panoramic night vision system. Patanus Defense, Masters of Darkness, and also Great Days Outdoors magazine. If you hunt or fish in Alabama or the Deep South, you know that it's different down here. Spawning seasons, patterns, and food sources are not the same as other areas of the country. At Great Days Outdoors Magazine, Southern outdoor writers pick the brains of the best Southern hunters and anglers to give you the best how-to, where-to, and when-to articles along with so much more. Pick up a Great Days Outdoors Magazine subscription and become a better Southern outdoorsman. Great Days Outdoors Magazine can be found at your local Barnes & Noble, Books A Million, Tractor Supply Company, Rural King, Bass Pro Shops, Academy Sports and Outdoors, or you can save and buy online at greatdaysoutdoors.com. Jay, we talk about these things and you think like my first reaction hearing you say that, like, how much money could really be generated from this? I was listening to a presentation the other day of a farmer who farms sunflowers and they are making tens of thousands of dollars a year just offering day passes to photographers who want to come in and wow. take photos of of the sunflowers and you know that's found money for these farmers you know they're out there using you know making making their living off the land and it can really add up i mean twenty thousand dollars is not insignificant how much land is needed to do this and uh what kind of setup is needed like you know yeah taking somebody that's got say a thousand acres versus somebody that's got a hundred acres how many sites are possible? You know, kind of just take me through what somebody would really need to have to be able to do this. Yeah. So the general uh, rule of thumb, not hard and fast, is anything 20 acres or above, you're, you're, you're kind of in the zone. Part of what you want when you bring one of these signature, uh, tent or signature site campsites online is um, part of the experience is it's front country camping. Right. So you're going to you're going to need road access to wherever the campsite is. Right. Because the camper is expecting to drive up or drive right close by to where that is. And you also need some degree of seclusion. Right. So one of the things we've also made part of the 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 ethos, the experience at Tenter is we're all familiar with other types of car camping. So like the classic state park campground car camping where, you know, my family is next to your family, Butch, who's next to Joe's family. And man, Joe keeps going all night long. He won't quiet down, um, this type of thing. And one of the things we talk about and look for when we put these signature sites down with our landowners is, hey, let's make sure we deliver the type of experience to the camper where he or she is out there thinking, wow, this is, I kind of feel like I have the place to myself a little bit. Other than that is uh, you don't need running water. You don't need electric. We do everything turnkey. So uh, the landowner, what this costs is the landowner pays Tenter a one-time fee. Uh, it's a license fee of $7,500. It's paid one time. Our folks will come in and do a complete installation of what we call a tenter signature site. So what is that? 
Um, and it's very easy to see on our uh, tenter.com website. You see tons of the pictures, but it is a semi-permanent elevated wooden platform, 10 by 16, and then a 10 by 12 canvas wall tent. Uh, so your classic safari style tent. I'm 6'1". I can walk right inside that thing. Lots of headroom. Inside there is a queen memory foam mattress, couple side tables for the bed, on the deck a couple Adirondack chairs, and then somewhere right nearby um, is going to be a um, picnic table, benches, food prep area, and fire pit. So again, you kind of see where we're going here. Someone's going to drive up, easy access. They're going to have this nice secluded area that the landowners created for them. And they're going to be sleeping in a comfortable bed, but have all the great experience of being outdoors. That's very cool. I'm just sitting here thinking, you know, do you have landowners that will kind of have multiple signature sites, you know, together, you know, if somebody wanted to offer up instead of just having one bed, they want to offer three. Does that happen? That does happen. That does happen. Mostly we see people, especially maybe if they're starting, they'll do one, maybe they'll do two. Uh, Cause if you get a couple, then you're going to attract a different segment, right? So it might be, Hey, I want to go out, but it's my family and your family going, you know, um, our two couples are going to go uh, and each want their own tent too. And I should also say, you know, we also put, uh, there's some gear that the tents are uh, set up with, such as um, we also put a pop-up tent that's available for folks in there too. So say you're going with your spouse, but you got a couple kids in tow. Well, it still might be pretty exciting for them to stay in the tent, but you guys get the, the comfortable bed in the, uh, the campus wall tent. And then when it gets cold, especially in shoulder seasons, we'll put a heat source in there. Uh, like uh, it'll either be like a wood stove, a, a gas stove. So to keep folks warm. And then that also helps for the landowner. It also extends your season, right? Because it's all about how do you kind of overall optimize the yield from the camping bookings that you're making. Definitely makes sense. So coming from a landowner perspective, what kind of impact is made on your property? You know, like Joe was talking about, we try and leave our land better than we found it, uh, yeah. trying to do improvements all the time. I wouldn't necessarily want anybody hunting or, you know, shooting guns on my property. So just kind of what impact is is made on your property whenever you go to something like this? Yeah. So first, what's important to say is the Tenter signature site itself, uh, that platform is semi-permanent. So there are no permanent, we're not digging up the ground. So there's no ground disturbance. It's actually, it's quite heavy, but it's sitting on the ground. So there's that. And then generally you can write the rules for the campers, right? So if you wanna uh, tell them to please restrict their activities to a certain area on the property, you can do that. And you can say, hey, you know, no hunting or if you wanna restrict things like fishing or even, um, you know, we try to always be conscious that there are fire burns in areas too. And we can customize this messaging too. So. You know, back to when we were saying, hey, you could think of Tinder as almost an Airbnb, but for camping or glamping, that means we're quite good at technology, right? So just the same way you might check in and out of a hotel and get automated messages about, hey, your room's ready or checkouts in an hour. There might be things particular to their to your property, which might be, hey, there's certain rules of the road when you're here. There also might 
be things particular to your property. On the upside, like we were talking a minute ago about, hey, here are different way, different experiences you can have in the area, you know, about that local brewery or about the conversation that extra the landowner will offer about their carbon capture story or, or what have you. So we just did a show on uh, vacant land insurance. And when I think about having people on my property, yep. that's one of the Same. first things that comes to mind is liability. Course, yeah. You, you want to make sure that they're protected, you're protected. You know, obviously no one wants anything to happen, but things do happen. So what kind of insurance does a landowner need to get to be able to do this? Yep. Um, so part of what that one-time license fee, the $7,500 covers, is Tenter provides a $4 million uh, general commercial liability insurance policy to cover the, uh, the campers that are on the property. And then we always encourage landowners to also just check with their own insurance company. Our campsite reps will give you all the information you need about this coverage and the whole program. So you can just make sure you're, you know, you're dotting your I's and crossing, um, crossing your T's too. Yeah. There are some landowners that are pretty, uh, pretty adamant about their hunting also probably yeah. will not want tenters or, you know, glampers on their property during those peak times, or maybe not even during the season at all. How much, how much flexibility do you guys give landowner as far as bookings go? Yep. So you can block dates out of the calendar. That's, that's pretty easy and straightforward. We just, our only ask is that you do it in advance before the reservation comes in, right? The reservations and then they start getting removed. That that has a real uh, financial impact to both uh, Tenter and the landowner. But sure, there it could be hunting season. It could be just folks are out of town for a period. And one of the things we should talk about is as a landowner, this works a lot better if you're you either live on or nearby the property too, uh, because we've automated a lot of the functions, you know, and it's, some of this is very easy to see even without being a camp host of ours, just go onto the site and, you know, just like you would book a hotel, you can book a campsite, but you do want to be around to turn over the site to kind of just check in on things, make things sure things are neat and tidy uh, at the site. And then people that are around and want to lean in a little more can get creative with some of these uh, extras that we've been talking about as well as a way as a way to kind of round up on on the income you can you can generate. Yeah, that's a that's a good point you bring that up because like you know Butch and I were both three hours ish from our properties and running up to turn over a campsite or running up to yeah. really do just about anything related to will kind of nullify the value, but. Uh, we also know people locally, you know, and uh, a lot of times out in rural, even semi-rural areas, you got a lot of people that are always looking for a way to make extra money. And and one of the things that we have talked about uh, on this podcast as well is the fact that uh, having people on your property uh, a lot is a benefit to the landowner from a standpoint of keeping trespassers off your property. It's also actually a benefit with the wildlife because... If you're, on, used if you're it, a hunter, yeah. they just get used to the human activity. And if that's a non-threatening human activity, then then that's going to benefit you too. So I could see a lot more pros than cons there. I can also see ways around it if you don't live on the property, if you just yeah. can, can get hooked up with folks that's there right. locally. Now, you guys are, you know, we've talk, been talking about the signature site. Is that the only type of site you guys offer? Correct. Yeah. So, uh, you know, it's interesting one of the things in the ways we found success is we talked a little earlier about Tenter uh, being a little bit of a gateway for 
people to experience the outdoors. And honestly, even for those of us that are perfectly comfortable putting on a backpack and hitting the trail, there are also times when, hey, if I'm going to get my wife out or my kids out or a certain part of my friend group, it's going to be something like this. Right. And sometimes, you know, I'd rather skip the ground, you know, for, for a couple of days and sleep on that, you know, queen memory foam mattress. Like that sounds right. pretty good. So I think that that's, you know, that's just an important thing to really, really know. And and when the landowner is is spending time thinking about, hey, what type of campers can I appeal to? Really just open that up a little bit, you know? All right, guys, let's take a quick break. Don't forget about our sponsors and make sure you support them. This week's show is brought to you by MB Ranch King. MB Ranch King hunting blinds and feeders are built to last right here in the USA. With durability and convenience in mind, MB Ranch King's maintenance-free hunting blinds are constructed with high-grade steel and come in a variety of sizes to meet any hunter's needs. They also offer high-quality, easy-to-use corn and protein feeders that can be filled with both feet on the ground. Call Kevin today for more information or a quote at 205-807-2937. MB Ranch King, built in the pursuit of perfection. And also brought to you by United Bank. United Bank knows what an important role agriculture plays in our local economy. At United Bank, they are here to support local farmers with financial products and services designed specifically for agribusiness, including real loans for farmland, equipment loans, working lines of credit, and more. Truth is, they deeply value the contribution agriculture makes to our communities, and they help local farmers build successful businesses. They want you to succeed. Learn more at unitedbank.com or stop by at any United Bank branch. United Bank, all loans subject to credit approval, equal housing opportunity lender, member FDIC. So Jay, you've done a, a good job of explaining what glamping is, uh, how you guys glamp and how you work with landowners. My, my One of the kind of questions that you stimulated in my mind is, you know, if I set up a signature site on my property and my first thought is I've never done this before. So if I don't like it, maybe I get a year in and I'm like, you know what, this is just sitting for me or for whatever reason, I want to stop. How long am I committed for? And then what, what happens to the site, you know, if I decide to stop and what does that process look like? Yeah. So it does cost the $7,500. That's a one-time license fee. So it's important to say that's paid once. And then Kenter is committed to make sure that that site's in ship shape. So if that canvas wall tent goes through whatever, four or five summers or winters, wherever you are, and it's getting a little tattered, that's on us. We're going to come out and make sure that thing's in ship shape. If it needs to be replaced, that that's going to happen. And I would say at some level, you know, we're expecting, you know, a similar type of commitment for the landowner too. I think if you're not thinking of sticking with this for, you know, at least a couple of years to make sure it, you give it a good run, it just may not be for you because, that first season, people aren't, they're just going to be discovering where your, your property is, right? In the mix. And we have 700 of these all around the country in 44 different states, right? Yeah, that's, that's pretty important. I'm glad you bring that up too about that first year because it makes me think about some yeah, of you gotta get the, some reviews under your belt and people gotta find out about it. That makes well, sense. and it's just like, you know, butch your family is in charter fishing. My family, we like to go take this one special vacation like every year. And we go back, we try to go back to the same place every single time. We rent a home. And, you know, like as soon as we get like we're booking the next year while we're there. 
you know? Right. <laughs> you know, and so that's the thing, especially in the charter fishing industry is not a lot different. You know, you're taking the same customers, your, your customer base is staying with you probably 75%. And then you got like a 25% churn and new people coming in. So that first year is always the lean year. Then you build up those reviews and those repeat customers. And uh, it does take a while to get going. Yep, That's a great point as well. So I'm looking here on the website, become a camp keeper. What do landowners need to do to get started and why should they choose Tinter? You know, if you think this might be for you, even if you're ruminating about it, email us, call us and just have a conversation and we'll go a little bit deeper in terms of what's involved and you can kind of decide for yourself if it, if it feels right. And also just think about starting small, start with one, maybe two, but don't, you know, don't bite off more, more than you can chew and do it and make sure it feels good. I also think we talked about it a little bit, but it's really all about as a landowner, are you excited to do this? Are you willing to kind of lean in, you know, create that story about the land? Uh, think about what extras, how you can enhance that experience. And if you really have a piece of property where if you put, you know, try to wear the hat of one of these, especially one of these new groups that's coming into the outdoors and camping um, and can it appeal to them, right? Given all their choices. And then, you know, we should talk about kind of the marketing that the one we expect the landowner to do and two that Tenter does too, really. Because remember, we're a marketplace, right? So we have landowners on one side, but the reason why a landowner is going to be interested is one, because we think we've created a really nice experience with this Tenter signature site and how it has all these things to make camping easy and ha hassle-free. But we've also figured out the other side of the marketplace, right? How do you find these campers? Um, and how do you make that match between the camper and the landowner? So uh, everybody has this good experience. For the landowner, you know, there's simple things we ask them to do and we give them guides to do all this. But for instance, and you know this from going on vacation to a resort or a hotel or anything is... Photos tell the story, right? So we'll have landowners, they put five photos on their profile and then they call us and say, well, what's the story? I'm not, you know, I really like more reservations. And it's like, well, you're not telling the story. You need to tell the story. Sure, that uh, makes What sense. does the campsite look like? What are the features of it? What are the land features? What are the experiences nearby? What are all those things? The actual guidance is at least 25 photographs. And this doesn't, and to dispel the, the boogeyman from this, this is not a professional photographer. This is you and your smartphone just being, we'll give you kind of the shot list, kind of what you need. All right, take a picture um, of that sunset over the pond. Take a picture of this beautiful orchard or whatever you have. That's exactly right know that Tenter is doing a lot of work on the camper side. So it's tenter.com. It's our mobile app. All our campsite listings are syndicated on major travel sites like Airbnb or booking.com. So if there are people there that are looking, they're going to find Tenter and they're going to find the opportunity you're pre presenting with, with your Tenter signature site. And then we do all sorts of other advertising and promotion. So that could be on services, advertising through like a, just a Google advertising, like a, you know, maybe a small business or a large business would, but we also do 
promotions. So we do promotions with uh, Anheuser-Busch, the beer company. We do promotions with Coleman, the outdoor beer company. And all that is about, you know, how do we celebrate what we're doing together? And how do we, as a marketplace, make this match um, between all these folks that now want to get outdoors and, uh, and, the, and, the, and the people, uh, the landowners that have these special places that are open and willing to, to share them and to make a couple uh, bucks. And, you know, so we can kind of all get a couple bucks and also some joy out of it, too. Jay, it's very cool. And it's one of the reasons that we love land. We love talking about land is that it's so versatile. You know, you don't have to be sure. in any certain box to make money off your property and you know, some people say, well, I don't really want to make money off my property. I absolutely want to make money off my property because that means that I can take that money and improve that property and get it back to right. You know, and the the more money you make off a of property, the more opportunities and the more flexibility you have in what you do and how you use the natural resources and how you steward those natural resources instead of just having to rely on, you know, timber harvest or whatever it may be. Uh, it's a really cool opportunity for landowners. Sounds like it's definitely going to be right for some folks. It, you mentioned tenor.com. You also mentioned reaching out. What's the best way for them to get that contact information? Just go to the website. Just go to tenter.com, T-E-N-T-R-R. So two R's at the end of tent.com. And you'll be able to send us a note right from there and uh, speak to some of the folks on staff that work with our um, landowners across the country. Jay, thanks so much for joining us. Thank you, Joe. Thank you, Butch. Appreciate your time and your interest in Tenter. Butch, it's funny how the world changes and people's desires change. And, you know, I bet you if you went back and talked to our, our ancestors and said, hey, one day, People are going to want to pay to not stay in a hotel and and <laughs> and go out in the woods. They'd be like, huh? But that is a uh, that's a really cool option for for landowners. You know, I mean, just another way, just another way. We talk about all the different ways you can make money on your land, with your land, for your land. Here's another option for you if you got the got a property that sets up well for it. Yeah, if you got the right setup, uh, another cool way to to bring some money onto your property. I mean, we're always looking for cash, cash flow. I mean, we love our land, but it's really nice if it, uh, you know, helps a little bit whenever, whenever you're getting more checks coming in. Yeah. And like, you know, like Jay was saying, you know, you need about 20 acres or so. I mean, how many people have enough land that they could say, you know what, that 20 over there, you know, we can just kind of, that's going to be our, our tenor site. Not only is it something that they can rent out, and make extra cash, but I would think it'd be a really cool option to be able to give your friends and family you know that want to come in hey you want to go stay out at the campsite you know and uh yeah, very much so for a time something cool yeah man it definitely is cool you know he was saying it'd be kind of cool to learn the history of a place i definitely get that you know there was a you know there's an old civil civil war road over there and those you know guys <laughs> set, sat up against the back of that tree and whittled wood and yeah. It's crazy to think about all the history, especially around our region of the world. And man, talk about telling stories and experiences. I mean, there's a couple of things that you and I have been into with some night vision in the back of some trucks. We could really sell that experience. <laughs> That'll make them, it real exciting. We could give them the full experience. That's for sure. Absolutely. Man. Uh, really cool stuff. And yeah, there's so much you can do with your land. Here's another possibility for you. Appreciate you joining us. We want to make it easy for you to listen. So here's a handy option for you to get the podcast emailed to you each week. Just text the word hunting to 773-770-4377. Again, just text the word hunting 
to 773-770-4377. You'll join our email list. And wherever you are listening to podcasts, go ahead, subscribe, rate, and review. Send us a written review. We'd love to hear from you. If you've got a show topic that you are interested in and like to see us cover, just email us at pros at landhunting.com. That's going to do it for us. Y'all stay safe out there. We'll talk to you next time. This week's Huntland Show is brought to you by Texas Hunter. Since 1954, Texas Hunter Products has delivered the finest quality fish and game feeders and hunting blinds in the industry. To learn more, visit texashunter.com. And also brought to you by Southern Seed and Feed. Do you want to provide better nutrients for your deer? Check out Southern Buck. Your deer will love it. Visit their website, southernseedfeed.com, to find the dealer nearest you. And also buy the Hunter's Bait Lowdown Trail Cam Reviewer. The Lowdown High Speed Trail Cam Viewer has flipping fast technology that allows you to view images three times faster on a screen that is 60% bigger than typical 7-inch viewers. Find out more at lowdownviewer.com. And also buy Bucks Island Marine. Bucks Island is a full-service facility that sells new and used boats and motors. Visit them at 4500 Highway 77, Southside, Alabama, or give them a call at 256-442-2588. And also brought to you by Boaters List. Boaters List is your new, reliable, and fast resource designed to link everyone to everything on the water. Locate anything from fuel docks to service repairs or rentals of large yachts all the way down to paddleboards and all things in between. BoatersList.com will always strive to make it better on the water. And also by United Bank. United Bank supports our farmers with financial products and services designed specifically for agribusiness. United Bank is building stronger communities every day. All loans subject to credit approval, equal housing opportunity lender, member FDIC.